All right, today we're gonna to be in Genesis chapter 44. Now there's a few interesting things that happen in this chapter. One, we're gonna see Joseph's tricks on his brothers to test out the validity of their relationship with Benjamin and the relationship with their father in a sense. And then we're gonna see Judah at the end of the chapter actually pleading to take the place for his brother. And that's gonna be something that we haven't seen. So yeah, Genesis 44, Joseph tells his servants to sneak in and get whatever he uh, to put a cup into Benjamin's satchel. And that's what we're going to see. There's 34 verses in this chapter. So let's get right into it on the Christian Boy Podcast. Our memory verse for the week comes from Romans 10 verse 13. It says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. All right, it says, then Joseph commanded his steward, fill the men's bags with as much food as they can carry and put each one's money at the top of his bag. Put my cup, the silver one, at the top of the youngest one's bag, along with his grain money. So he did as Joseph told him. At the morning light, the men were sent off with their donkeys. They had not gone very far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, get up, pursue the men, and when you have overtaken them, say to them, why have you repaid evil for good? Isn't this the cup that my master drinks from and uses for divination? What you have done is wrong. When he overtook them, he said these words to them. They said to him, why does my Lord say these things? Your servants could not possibly do such a thing. I, when even we even brought to you from the land of Canaan, the money we found at the top of our bags, how could we steal gold and silver from your master's house? If any of us is found to have it, he must die and we will also become your become my Lord's slaves. The steward replied, what you have said is right, but only the one who is found to have it will become my slave and will and the rest of you will be blameless. So each one quickly lowered his sack to the ground and opened it. The steward searched, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. The cup was found in Benjamin's sack. Then he tore then they tore their clothes and each one loaded his donkey and returned to the city. When Judah and his brothers reached Joseph's house, he was still there. They fell to the ground before him. What is this you have done? Joseph said to them. Didn't you know that a man like me could uncover the truth by divination? What can we say my to my lord? Judah replied, How can we plead? How can we justify ourselves? God has exposed your servant's iniquity. We are now my Lord's slaves, both we and the one in whose possession the cup was found. Then Joseph said, I swear that I will not do this. The man in whose possession the cup was found will be my slave. The rest of you can go in peace to your father. But Judah approached him and said, Sir, please let your servant speak personally to my Lord. Do not be angry with your servant, for you are like Pharaoh. My Lord, my Lord, asked his servants, do you have a father or a brother? And we answered, my Lord, we have an elderly father and a younger brother, the child of his old age. The brothers, the boy's brother is dead. He is the only one of his mother's sons left and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, bring him to me so I can see him. But we said to my Lord, the boy cannot leave his father. If he were to leave his father, if he were to leave, his father would die. Then you said to your servants, if your brother does not come with you, you will not see me again. 
This is what happened when we went back to your servant, my father. We reported your words to him, but our father said, go again and buy some food for us. We told him we cannot go down unless our younger brother goes with us. So if our younger brother isn't with us, we cannot see the man. Your servant, my father, said to us, you know that my wife bore me two sons. One left, one left, I said that he must one left, I said that he must have been torn to pieces, and I have never seen him again. If you also take this one from me, and anything that happens to him, you will bring my gray hairs down to shoal in sorrow. So if I come to your servant, my father, and the boy is not with us, his life is wrapped up to the boy's life. When he sees that the boy is not with us, he will die. Then your servant will have brought the gray hairs of your servant our father, down to Sheol in sorrow. Your servant became accountable to my father for the boy, saying, If I do not return him to you, I will always bear the guilt for sinning against you, my father. Now please, let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave, in place of the boy. Let him go back to his brothers, with his brothers. For how can I go back to my father without the boy? I could not bear to see the grief that would overwhelm my father. All right, let's get a little recap of this chapter. So we see in verse one and two, Joseph tells his servant to plant the cup uh, into Benjamin's bag, along with all their money in their sacks. And then Joseph tells him to go and to catch him before they leave too far out of the city, accuse him of stealing it. And that's what exactly happens. He accuses them. And we see that uh, he says that he's whoever, whoever the one that finds it will be the slave and everybody else can go free. Verse 11 through 13, we see uh, he checks the bags and he finds the cup in Benjamin's cup. Verses 14 through 17, we see uh, they come back to the city and Joseph tells them uh, that he was going to find out about his cup easily. And then we see Judah say, hey, can I talk to you one on one? And Joseph's like, nah, only the person whose the cup was found in has to stay here. So the rest of you can go about your business. And in verse 18 through 34, we see Judah pleading with Joseph to take him instead of Benjamin because of what he told his father. And he explained to him the whole situation that we saw in Genesis 43, actually. So, yeah, that's what we see. And honestly, one of the most important parts that I like is 18 through 34. We see Judah um, coming up and becoming a leader of the family in, in a sense. He's actually the one to even... To uh, we see maturity in him, and we see him actually mature, even to the point of sacrificing himself for his brother Benjamin. Because remember, when uh, they were younger, Judah's the one who told who told his brothers, "Let's sell Joseph into slavery." And now we see him being the one who's like, "Yo, we need to. Uh, I can't let you take him. Take me instead." So we see Judah actually growing up. So this is actually very good. We see him attempting to offer his own life for Benjamin's life. That's a total 180 from what we actually saw before. And that's one of the interesting things we saw. Uh, Joseph hasn't seen his brothers for about 22 years, I believe we estimated a few chapters ago. And he's actually, he was testing them to see if they actually changed. And we're actually seeing a change in them, which is actually very cool, especially because of Judah, who was the same person who told them, nah, forget that, whatever, whatever, uh, you know, Let's take Joseph and sell him to the to our cousins, the Ishmaelites. 
And now we see him talking to Joseph one-on-one, explaining to him the situation and saying, you can take me into custody as your slave, but let my younger brother go. That is a total 180. So instead of being the person who advocates for the slavery of others, Judah is now the person who would actually take up bonds to protect his own family. That is a total 180. So yeah, this is a redemptive arc for, uh, if this was a storyline, this is a redemptive arc for Judah. This is actually the part of the family that Joseph wanted to see. And that's how we get into the next chapter of him actually, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but this is how we get into the next chapter of him actually revealing himself to his brothers. Because now we see that, now he sees, just as we do too, as, as the readers of this historic account, that uh, his brothers actually have changed, at least to a certain degree. We do know that Ju uh, Judah has changed. So yeah, that's very interesting to see. We don't see anybody else stepping up. We don't see Reuben, who's the oldest, saying anything, but we see Judah stepping up and saying, hey, 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 take me instead of my younger brother because I promised my dad that he would come back to him. I recognize that he's the He's he was born to my father in old age, and that's why my father loves him very much. I accept that he's more than likely the favorite of the family. His brother has already died because of us. So please take me instead so that my father will live in peace, which is very amazing to see. We wouldn't see that from many people. So my question is for you is who would you stand up for? Even if it's somebody who gets more attention than you, quote unquote, attention or more praise or glory than you. Would you stand up for a person if you know what, uh, even if, because, you know, at this point in time, we can, he doesn't even know if Judah, I mean, Benjamin actually stole the, the cup or not. Of course, his sibling's like, no, I didn't take it, but he doesn't know for sure if he stole it or not. So would you stand up for other people and actually take their place? Is your word your bond? Like Judah made a word, he promised Jacob that his son would return. And so when Joseph was going to take Jake Benjamin as his slave, he stood up for him. Dude, would you stand up for somebody else? That's a good question. So let me know. You know, you can text me at 662-371-8877. Or, you know, you can email me or, you know, DM me on Instagram or whatever. Wherever you want to contact me, you can. God bless you guys. Have a good week. And yeah, this has been Genesis 44 on the Christian Boy Podcast. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. To stay in touch with the Christian Boy Podcast, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Christian Boy Podcast. You can also go to the Christian Boy Podcast website, ChristianBoyPodcast.com, and view this month's newsletter and sign up to receive notifications when the newest newsletter comes out. They come out once a month, every month on the 15th. So yeah, stay in touch with the Christian Boy Podcast, know what's going on. If you want to contact me, you can contact me at 662-371. 8877, or you can email me at moshaakili at gmail.com. God bless you and have a great day.